This is the Wow Show, and I'm your host, China Myers. I'm thankful for having you in my life. I want to say thank you. China Myers is a wife, mother of four, and a three-time grandmother. She was a real estate investor, building an empire, buying and selling a multitude of properties. China is a published author, public speaker, and an inspirational radio host. China's passion for helping others led her to school, obtaining a license in massage therapy. She has read hundreds of natural health books and is a self-taught nutritionist. Everything China does, she does it with God's name on her lips. Hello, everyone. I am so glad you're here with me today. Thank you. This segment is all about health. I have been into natural health for over 23 years, and I basically am a self-taught nutritionist. I was. A licensed massage therapist. I'm still a licensed massage therapist, but I just put my license on hold because I'm kind of retired. We are going to talk about things that can help you if you might be having certain problems. Okay, I am not a doctor, and before you try any of my natural remedies, talk to your doctor first. I just want to let you know that. So that he can better help you in what you're trying to do. If you have or suffer with eczema, the solution is olive oil. You can take a bath with it. You would probably put about one fourth cup in your hot water. Don't want the water too hot because if the water is very hot, it kind of raises your blood pressure. So you don't want the water too hot in your tub. But you're going to put about one fourth cup in there, okay? And you're going to 
swish that around and soak in that and rub that all over your body. And then after your tub bath, you can stand up and take your shower if you like. You can leave the oral on if you like, whatever you want to do. But that's going to help you with your eczema. If that does not work, the next day you want to do the same thing, one-fourth cup of olive oil and you want organic virgin olive oil and you're going to add about one-fourth cup of baking soda to that okay and you're going to wash your body and you could use soap if you like you don't have to use soap but you can use soap if you like you want to use an organic soap uh, one that doesn't have any sulfur or chemicals in it because that's better. We use natural things. It makes it easier for the body to get rid of it. So even if you put things on your skin, in your mouth, what you eat, you want to try to make it organic or natural so that your body can get rid of it. We are exposed to lots of chemicals in the course of our day. If you pass a telephone pole, you're getting the electric rays from that, your TV, the phone. I can go on and on. So we're taking in a lot of things in the course of the day as opposed to what we did back in the cave days. So the problem is we're having a hard time getting rid of all this stuff. Now, to my African-American people out there, here are some tips for you. Never ever eat enriched bleached flour bread hot dog buns never eat that okay look in the ingredients when you go shopping and you want it unbleached okay and you don't want it enriched or you want it organic wheat if you can get that okay if you can't it's hard to find and sometimes they're very expensive so if you can't find organic wheat bread get bread that says unbleached wheat that's it if it includes the words enriched never eat it okay the problem is that we have a hard time digesting that particular wheat that is bleached and as is enriched okay african-american have a hard time digesting it and more and more americans are having a hard time digesting it because it's very hard to get out of the body it's kind of like gum when you drop your gum on the ground and you step on it what does it do it sticks to your shoe so that's kind of what that wheat does all right it sticks to your intestines and the more you eat it the sicker you become never ever eat soy soy is something that african-american people have a very hard time digesting it goes back many 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 years probably since the beginning of time we cannot absorb soy at all so if you notice sometimes there's soy in food so watch your ingredients and make sure that there's no soy in it also for those of you that are having digestive issues 
here's a quick solution for you. Believe it or not, you will feel better the moment you try it. Your skin will look better. You will just have overall better health. And you're going to take a large glass of organic, preferably plain, but some people have a hard time tolerating that. It's not that they don't, you know, that they can't digest it or anything, but um, when it's plain, doesn't really have, you know, a really good taste. So I prefer and recommend plain organic kefir. Okay, it's a liquid kind of yogurt. People from Europe actually make this a lot themselves. But if you buy it from the store, try to get it um, organic and plain. If not, there's other ones like peach and strawberry and all that. And basically what they do is they add fruit to it. So it's not really all that big of a deal. It's not added sugar to it but it is a little sweeter because of the fruit. It's not harmful like those other yogurts out there, like YoPlay and you know, you know what I'm talking about. So just make sure you get organic kefir and like I said, preferably plain. If not, you can get the fruit kind and you're gonna drink a large glass of that every day. Now you can do that before bed. That'd probably be best. Because what that's going to do is, if you're having digestive issues, that means that when you eat your food, it's dropping into your stomach and into your intestines, and that's it. So that means, okay, and how you can tell that is if you have acid reflux and bowel syndrome and all kinds of intestinal problems, that's how you can tell that you are having digestive issues. You can have some bloating, you can have constipation, diarrhea, all kinds of uh, things like that. And like I said, that's how you can tell that you're having some digestive issues. So to cure that, the kefir, okay, is going to put your flora back on your digestive tract. Now your digestive tract consists of, starts at your throat, and ends at your anus, which is your butt, okay? And it goes from your throat all the way down into your intestines, down to your anus. So it goes all throughout your body. If you do not have flora on your digestive tract, you eat your food, like I said, drops in your stomach and doesn't really get dissolved well. So then the body will pump in a lot of acid to try to chew it up and to try to, you know, dissolve it for you, okay? So to cure that, just drink the organic yogurt. Talk to your nutritionist about this because they can go into more depth on what you need to do and the foods you need to eat to put the flora back on your digestive tract. I also recommend apples. They say an apple a day can help keep the doctor away. Well, it's true. I recommend two apples a day can keep the doctor away for real, okay? Apples are water solubles. They have vitamin C, they have lots of nutrients in them, and they help to dissolve your food, and they help to get rid of waste, which is a human being's should be main objective every day.
to get rid of waste. Okay, I like to say that any waste in the body is bad if it's there for a long period of time. So if you have COVID and you have all this mucus in your throat, chest, that's waste. You want to get rid of that. You want to use a tablespoon of honey before bed. Now, if you're a diabetic, I do believe there's some sugar-free honeys out there. So a tablespoon before bed, and or you can do it an hour before bed because you don't want to mix it with your kefir, or you can do it in the morning if you don't want to mix it with your kefir, whatever you want to do. Okay, it's not going to hurt you. It's going to help your stomach. It's going to get rid of mucus. If you have a long cough, honey is the key. Now, a lot of things that I say here, people are like, oh, you're not a doctor. Well, listen, these things have happened to me, and I was able to fix it with the things I'm telling you to fix. So, I am someone who has knowledge on these things because of experience. I used to rent to college kids, and I had a long list of things that I didn't want them to do. Now, how did I come about that list? I came about that list because they were the things that they were doing, and I didn't want them doing that, so I wrote that on the list. Don't do that. So that's just my example of how I know all these things and how I did a lot of research and I read hundreds of books and I got different information and articles, tried stuff, and I'm going by things that worked. Now, everyone is different, but the fact still remains, if you don't have flora on your digestive tract, your food is going to be eaten, chewed, and just drop in your stomach. Doesn't matter who you are. So that doesn't depend on everybody's different. That is just a fact. And so how to get that floor back is by using the kefir. Kefir is very good for you. Like I said, they use it all throughout Europe and a lot of those people in Europe make their own. But that's kind of hard to do and you need a lot of time for that. So I recommend if you don't have time to make it, go to the store and buy it. If you do have time to make it, that's great. I also talked about, and I'll repeat it, apples. Two apples a day, okay? You want to eat apples, two apples a day. Apples, like I said, are water-soluble with vitamin C and all kinds of nutrients, and it's going to help get rid of waste. Like I said, again, I'm going to repeat this. It's very important to get rid of waste. It doesn't matter where the waste is. It's very important to get rid of it. If the waste is mucus and it's in your chest, it's very important to get rid of it. Go to a massage therapist and have her tap on your chest so you can break it up in your bronchial tubes, even your lungs. They can even break up mucus and inflammation that might be in the lungs. Talk to a massage therapist about that. Now, every massage therapist doesn't know about this or you know they don't like doing it. But there are massage therapists out there that will do it because they know it's beneficial. I actually used to take care of a woman. She had COPD and she had lots of inflammation on her lungs. And she would come to me every week and I would tap on her lungs and she would be good as new. She was able to go for walks. She was able to clean her house. She was able to do so much because she was breathing so much better because I would tap the fluid off of her lungs and then she was great. 
Well, kids came along and they didn't want her paying for that. And I'm sorry to say that I did that for about a year, almost two years. And like I said, her kids got into the picture and they started coming around more and they didn't want her doing it. They didn't want her spending money on it because they didn't believe that it did anything for her. But she tried to tell them that it did. And I don't know, I guess they just didn't believe it. Some people don't believe in natural health and they don't believe the benefits of it. But anyway, she ended up passing away because she stopped basically getting her lungs tapped and her lungs filled up with fluid and she died in her sleep, God rest her soul. She was a very wonderful person, I got to know her and she was like the grandmother I never had. She was great. Yes, natural health is very good. Now, I am not telling you don't go to your doctor, don't, you know, believe in your doctor, because doctors do great things too. But natural health is good also. People complain a lot of times when you take vitamins that they're not regulated, blah, blah, blah. But it's very easy to find out what side effects, you know, some vitamins or herbs might have. And you can do your research. You can see how long you should take it for. You should, you know, you can see what the side effects are. Even herbs can be harmful. There's herbs out there that if you take it for more than a week, you can get a blood clot. So what I always do is I, I have a book on herbs and I look up the benefits of it for whatever problem I have. And then I look up the side effects because the side effects are very important. Now, if you take an herb and the side effects are a little itchy skin, you know, you're gonna take it for two weeks, itchy skin. Okay, that's not a big problem. Is it worth it to take it? Well, depends on you. If you feel like, okay, this herb can help me, I'm gonna take it for two weeks and just gonna have some itchy skin, I'm okay with that. But if you, you know, look up an herb and the side effect says, you know, a blood clot or, you know, constipation or dizziness or passing out. I mean, herbs can really be that powerful. So make sure you check always, always the side effects. Let's talk about skin. Usually the, if you have a problem with your skin, you're having digestive problems. That's a fact. Okay. So check and see what's going on with that. You know, there might be some digestive uh, issues going on. Thyroid issues. If you have uh, thyroid problems, usually, believe it or not, that's digestive as well. I know a woman, she had nodules on her thyroid. Basically, she needed to take D vitamins and, you know, work on her digestive issues and the nodules went away, okay? Do not take D vitamins or any vitamins until you talk to your doctor because they might interact with uh, your medication that you're taking. You know, you want to always check with your doctor because things that you might be taking, you know, some medication might interact with that herb or vitamin. So um, basically you want to be careful. I had a friend, she had a thyroid problem and she was on medication for that. And basically she wasn't allowed to eat strawberries. Now she didn't know that. I don't know why, maybe her doctor didn't explain it to her, maybe she didn't check, I don't know what the case is, I didn't ask, but when she told me, she, you know, they prescribed a thyroid pill for her thyroid, I asked her, did they tell you, um, and of course she told me the name of the drug, Synthroid, 
and I asked her, did they tell you that you're really not allowed to eat strawberries? And if you do, it has to be two hours before or two hours after. Did they tell you about that? And she said, no. And I said, well, I would, you know, talk to your doctor because there are some things that you shouldn't be eating while you're on that pill. Definitely want to make sure, you know, that you're not interacting things with that pill. Cancer. Here's something. Cancer is a horrible, horrible disease, but there are people that survived it. I know a lot of people don't believe that, but they believe that, you know, the treatments are the only way to go. I've never had cancer, but I can tell you that there are people out there that have survived it by doing natural things. I know a woman, she had cancer. She juiced. That's what she did. She did all kinds of juicing. Her name is Lauren Day. You can find her on the internet. She has an incredible story. And it, she talks about how she was uh, a surgeon and worked in the ER in California. And her life was very busy. And of course, her lifestyle of eating was pretty bad, you know, because she was always on the go. But yeah, check her story out. She's amazing. And she really... Um, tells the whole story on how she survived cancer. There's lots of stories out there of people that survived cancer. If you get diagnosed for cancer, don't give up hope because there, you know, there are things you can do. I know another guy, he tried a salt method, something to do with a particular salt. I don't know the particulars. I've never done that, but you can look him up. His name is uh, Mundy, and he is a lawyer in Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. Now there's a son, I think a daughter, and the dad is the one that they told to go home and get your affairs in order, you know, be prepared to leave this earth. Well, he didn't, you know, want to go along with that, so he started doing some research, and he did a cure and lived for many, many years after from doing this uh, salt cure and survived and um, lived, like I said, a healthy life many, many years after. And I think they only gave him like six months to live. But also a thing called IP6 with inositol. That is something that has been talked about throughout the natural community and people have survived cancer from it. Just IP6, IP6 with, the key ingredient is the IP6 with inositol. That supposedly gets rid of cancer. But I do take it every six months because what it does is it restores cells. Restored cells are a good thing. Okay, so I try to take it every six months or either um, once a year because it actually will get rid of you know, dead cells, and replace them with new ones. Very, very good thing. We, as human beings, um, do a lot of things to hurt ourselves. You know, smoking, eating poorly, you know, eating too much fried food. So, this affects our heart. The heart. The heart is a muscle that basically you want to keep the arteries cleaned out because you don't want those arteries clogged up. So here are some things to keep your arteries cleaned out. Broccoli, cauliflower, look up crucifix foods, okay? All those foods help to clean your arteries out. 
okay very very good for cleaning the arteries out so okay what do you do you eat a lot of it because you want your arteries cleaned out onions mushrooms if you're going to eat mushrooms you have to cook them okay they have a certain bacteria that is not really good for human beings so you have to cook it for at least two minutes so that your body won't be harmed by those mushrooms because they are a form of bacteria beans you want to eat beans be oh i can't eat beans they give me gas well guess what here's something you probably might not have known you get gas from beans because it has a certain bacteria in it that it takes your body a little bit to get used to so after you eat beans for a long time you will no longer get gas that's a myth okay beans do not give you gas if you get used to eating them it's a certain type of bacteria that the body will take a little bit of time to get used to now it's not a long time probably a couple weeks it's going to take you for your body to get used to this certain bacteria called mushrooms raw onions are the best onions you want to eat the red onions because they're better for you okay green peppers are very good you want to stay away from red peppers they're hard to digest i tell people all the time uh red peppers brown rice um believe it or not those things aren't good for you um people in japan they live a long time they're very healthy and they eat lots of white rice they don't eat brown rice brown rice tends to be very heavy and because it's very heavy remember your intestines is like the skin on sausage you don't want heavy food weighing it down and end up with diverticulitis okay and diverticulitis is pockets in your intestines and bacteria goes in there and you get sick and you get inflammation you get all kinds of problems and you don't want that so i would stay away from brown rice it's a myth that it's very very good for you it has a lot of nutrients in fact that is one of the ingredients in the ip6 it's actually the shell of the brown rice but look into that as well you definitely 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 of course want to drink water now um people say oh how much water well you got to find out do some research on your height and weight on how much water you should be drinking do some research you don't want to drink too much water i know a guy he was trying to diet and he drank so much water in fact he killed himself god rest his soul he drank too much water and flooded his kidneys and died okay he was trying to lose weight he read somewhere that if you drink a lot of water you can lose weight quicker and he drank too much water and flooded his kidneys and died your kidneys are only the size of your fist so um they're not that big you can't flood them with um too much water or too much anything um you can't flood them with too much you know if you have a cold or a virus you can't flood them with too much mucus you know people when they get sick with covid and different viruses what happens is um the sinus cavities will build build up and then it'll start to drip down the throat and then it drips into um the bronchial tubes they fill up and then it drips into your lungs and then it drinks drips into your kidneys and then you're dead so you don't want that to happen so if you have covid or you have a virus or you have the flu or you have a cold even a cold 
okay? Cold is a virus. It's a rhinovirus, um, and it is a virus. So um, people do die from colds. And the reason being is because that happened, you know? Sinuses got built up, dripped down their throat into their bronchial tubes. They didn't try to cough it up. They kept swallowing it. And then before they knew it, it was in their lungs. And then before they knew it, they were in the kidneys and they were dead. That's basically how it goes, okay? So you you don't want to swallow that mucus. You don't want to fill your kidneys up with all that mucus because your kidneys can fill up very quickly with um, mucus. And then you can die. So you don't want that. Here's something that I get a lot. I try to eat good, I eat uh, margarine, you know, different low-fat spreads, blah, blah, blah. Well, here's a story for you, okay? I knew a woman, I belonged to a prayer group. It was actually for all women. There was a woman there I used to always admire because she was so skinny and she was fit. And I was like, you know, what do you do? And here I am, you know, with this big butt and, you know, walking around here and, and hardly eating anything. And, and this woman you know, eats like a pig, she's skinny. I'm like, what do you do? Oh, she runs five miles a day. What? No, okay, well, that's not what I want to do. But anyway, um, yeah, she runs five miles a day. She's very healthy. I'm thinking, oh my goodness, she eats all these salads. You know, she doesn't eat bacon. She doesn't eat butter. She doesn't eat all these things. She doesn't eat any meat. Um, she only eats fish and chicken. Well, I left the the women's group because um, I wanted to go out into the community and do more things. I wanted to maybe have donut day for cops and raise money for them. And I wanted to do different stuff and they didn't want to do anything. They just wanted to, you know, read the Bible, which the Bible's great and that was great and I loved it and I learned a lot. But I wanted to do things too. I wanted to go out into the community and do different things and they refused to, to do that stuff. So I ended up leaving. And I didn't see her for a long while. Hello everyone. Before we get back to the Inspirational Wow Show, I want to take a moment and talk about China Myers' best-selling, gripping, heartfelt book titled A Letter to God. You can find this true life story on Amazon. Now, back to the Wow Show. And one day I seen her and I was like, oh, you know, how you been? Well, she looked different. She didn't look, you know, healthy. She looked like, you know, she had had some health problems. I'm thinking, oh my goodness, this woman ran five miles a day and she did all this stuff and she didn't, you know, um, eat any bacon and she, you know, didn't eat ice cream and um, I'm thinking, oh, okay, all the things that I do, I'm like, oh, 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 so what happened? Well, she had a massive heart attack because um, she didn't eat butter, she ate spreads and margarines and if you um, look into that, um, what the ingredients are, basically, I'm going to break it down for you, it's plastic. Okay, so it goes in your arteries and it hardens. So every time she ate that stuff, it hardened in her arteries and she got hardening of the arteries and she had a massive heart attack. So um, here's something else. Um, they have 255-pound Eskimos and um, America did a survey and a study on why these Eskimos are so healthy and they're so overweight because they only ate butter, they only ate fish, you know, they ate beans, they, you know, they eat natural food, okay, and they don't eat chemicals like we do, 
okay? And that was their findings, that they ate all this natural stuff, and they ate, you know, butter, and, and lots of butter, and lots of, you know, fatty fish, and, and they were very, very healthy. They had no heart attacks, no heart problems, no diabetes, they didn't have anything like that. They were overweight, but they didn't have any of those problems. So, being overweight might not mean that you're unhealthy. So, figure out, you know, what, what's going on. I know a woman, she told me, oh, she goes, I was really sick and I lost a lot of weight. And then as soon as I got better, I gained all this weight back. Okay, well, your body needs a certain amount of microorganisms, I call them bugs, um, to dissolve your food. And if you don't have them in your stomach and you have very little of them, you will just keep blowing up like the Michelin tire man, okay? And if you notice, you can look around, there's a lot of people like that. You know, they, their arms are big, you know, their faces are big, their stomachs are big, you know, their legs are big, their hands are big. Everything's big because basically um, their body's pumping in a lot of acids to try to dissolve their food and that acid is causing, you know, lots of inflammation, Okay, um, it's not that you had one donut on Tuesday and, you know, two months later, you know, you're still suffering from it. No, that shouldn't be. Okay, eating bacon is a natural, you know, meat. I, I, I eat bacon, but I try to eat it. Bacon, that is all natural and has very little sodium. So there's some good bacons out there that are all natural and have, you know, very little sodium. Giant sells a very good organic bacon. It's to die for. Butter. You want to make sure, you know, you get the unsalted butter because you don't want a lot of salt in your diet because remember, sodium and potassium go together. So if you eat too much salt, your potassium will be depleted. Vice versa. Same thing. It's like calcium and vitamin D, you know, they go together, calcium, magnesium. The magnesium helps to get through the cells. It's the calcium to get through the cells. So does the vitamin D, helps the, you know, the calcium get through the cells. Otherwise, you get calcium buildup. I know a woman, she was a patient of mine, and, you know, while I was massaging her, I just felt like she was really, really, like, her bones felt weak, you know? I'm stretching out her arms, and I'm feeling like they're going to break. You can feel those things, you know? She, her her skeletal structure, you know, just felt weak to me. So I told her, I said, um, now, being a massage therapist, can't prescribe things. So I said to her, legally, you can't describe things. So I said to her, you know, you should talk to your doctor about, you know, maybe getting you looking into some D vitamins or, you know, calcium, you know, see what he says about that because your, your bones don't feel strong. And it's very important that your bones are strong because your bones is what makes the blood in your body. And if your bones aren't healthy, your blood's not going to be healthy. So basically talk to your doctor about, you know, maybe getting you you know, some D vitamins, you know, see, see what your levels are, see what's going on here. So, um, he took some tests and he deduced that she had very low D in her blood and also calcium. Calcium was very low. D was very low. So he told her, and I'm not by any means putting this doctor down, have a certain amount of education when it comes to nutrition. There's certain things that they don't get a lot of hours in. 
if you want to know about different things as far as vitamins and what you should be eating, go to a nutritionist because they know a lot. Like they, they get more hours in that stuff. Like I said, not to put any doctors down. I have the utmost respect for doctors and I have the utmost respect uh, for any professional. So definitely, you know, if you're having problems, you know, what you're eating, whatever, you go to a nutritionist and they might go, okay, you, you probably need this probiotic or, you know, from your blood work here, it looks like you're needing some D vitamins. So anyway, long story short, the doctor told her to take Tums. Now at the time, if you bought Tums off, over the counter, it didn't have D vitamins in it or magnesium which helped calcium to get through the cells. Remember I said that. D added to calcium helps to get through the cells better. Magnesium added to calcium helps to get through the cells better. That's why when you drink milk, it has D added to it because that D is going to help that milk get through the cells better. Anyway, he told her to take Tums and Tums caused her to have bone spurs, which is calcium buildup. So her daughter used to make fun of her. She said, yeah, she looks like she's singing that song, tiptoe through the tulips. <laughs> she, she'd get out of the bed and she's tiptoe because she couldn't put her feet all the way down because she had these bone spurs all throughout her feet. And she had them on her elbows and her knuckles and she had um, all this calcium buildup. It's crazy. And so working as her massage therapist, there I was trying to break all this stuff up, you know, and it was really hard. It took me over a year to try to break up the bone spurs in her feet, which I eventually, you know, did, of course. And she was uh, able to walk uh, right after I was done, but it did take a long time to break them all up. So I talked, you know, I told her, I said, well, maybe you ought to go to a nutritionist and, you know, help you you know, in this health endeavor, you know, to see exactly um, what you have to do and what you need and ask them, you know, is it good to be taking, you know, these Tums? Well, <laughs> she went to the nutritionist, nutritionist was like, no, you shouldn't be taking Tums and that's not a good um, calcium thing to do. There's uh, vitamins out there and stuff and she gave her a list of uh, things she needed to do. That was just my point about be careful what you take, be careful what you do, talk to your doctor, talk to your nutritionist. If you feel like the doctor isn't pointing you in the right direction, I believe in getting a second opinion and maybe, like I said, going to a nutritionist and, and seeing what they say. Because I know people that, you know, have these problems and they can't figure them out. And then, you know, they'll go to a nutritionist and they'll say, hey, you know, this is your problem. My oldest son, Oh man, he was so like hyperactive. It was crazy. He just wouldn't sit still and he was, you know, irritable and very jittery and upset and all the time. And, and I'm thinking, what the heck is going on with this kid? I took him to the doctor and she said, oh, he'll, fine. he'll be fine. You know, he's just, you know, preteen, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, it might be something a little bit more, you know. So I went to a nutritionist. And she said, okay, bring me a list of what he eats for two weeks and then come back and see me in two weeks. I said, okay. So I wrote down, I kept, you know, an awesome log, you know, on, you know, what he ate for breakfast, what he ate for lunch, what he ate for dinner. And I did that, you know, for two weeks straight. And I brought it back to her and she goes, well, here's your problem right here. I said, what? 
she said, I'm thinking, what problem? You know, I'm a good mother. I'm making good food, you know. She goes, too many carbs. Now, I wasn't in natural health then, so I didn't know this. And I said, well, what do you mean? And she said, well, okay, here, every day for the past two weeks, he's eating cereal. That's a carb. Okay. For lunch, he's eating bread. He's eating some sort of bread, whether it's pizza, peanut butter and jelly, turkey sandwich, you know, whatever that is. He's eating some sort of bread. Then for supper, he's eating one or two more carbs. Okay? He might have, you know, uh, pasta. And, you know, he might have some garlic bread with that. You know, or, you know, I wrote everything down. So it was all there. And she said, too many carbs in the course of a day. Unless he's running a marathon or climbing, you know, 500 steps a day. There's no need for all this carb. He can't, he could never work all this off course of a day. So it will cause depression. It will cause anxiety. It will cause to be frigidy, angry, because basically every time he ate that carb, he'd crash, you know, so then he'd crash and then he'd be like, you know, it was like a drug. He's eating this, getting this drug, hyping him up. He's running around. Blah, blah, blah. And then um, after, you know, it dissolves or whatever, He's crashing. He's he came down, so that would come in, you know, little depression, a little, you know, angriness. So basically, that was the problem. So if your children are eating all those carbs, watch it, you know, and you're trying to figure out, you know, why this kid, you know, something's wrong with him, might be the problem. But like I said, always, you know, get him checked out, see what's going on, you know, because you don't know. You don't want to self-diagnose, but, you know, you want to you want to definitely get some answers, okay? Children who have uh, peanut allergies, okay, basically what's going on is something, you know, is intestinal. So talk to your doctor about, you know, how you can maybe clean his intestines out and start fresh, you know, um, go to nutritionists. See what you can do and and clean them out, you know, start fresh and like see what's going on. And maybe, you know, he might be cured from that cleaning out, you know, because having any allergy, you know, is crazy, you know, and plus um, they can die, you know, if they come across, you know, any peanut butter or nuts or anything like that. So also I had a friend, you know, her son got really sick, like every day, you know. He'd get better, they'd give him the epi shot, you know, and he'd come home and, you know, he was better. And then next day, same thing. Well, they didn't know that coconuts were a nut, you know, even though it's white and it's ground up, you know, they're nuts. So if they have an allergy to peanuts, they might have an allergy to coconuts as well. So be aware of that. You know, just stay on top of that because that might be an issue that you might not realize, you know, is creating a problem. Your teeth. Your teeth basically are the thing that gets a lot of tartar and bacteria. So you want to make sure that your teeth are clean. You want to go to a dentist and get clean. Me, myself, I go to dentist once a year, but I also do other things that clean my teeth. I put a little um, peroxide and a little baking soda and a little coconut oil, and I stir that up, and it gets, like, really foamy. And then I brush that on my teeth inside, 
outside, you know, top, bottom, and I try to get behind the gum a little bit so I'll, you know, go back and forth with that mixture, um, brush my teeth, and I leave that on for about 10 minutes and then start to rinse and I heat up some water. Now it's not really hot and you don't use uh, tap water, hot tap water because hot tap water has bacteria in it because that water is basically sitting in a tank so there's a lot of bacteria in there. So I'll take some cold water and heat it up just a little bit, maybe 20 seconds and then I will rinse my mouth out and then I floss and then I'll rinse my mouth out with some mouthwash. Now I always use mouthwash that doesn't have any fluoride in it because fluoride does have an effect on your thyroid and it will mess with your thyroid and you'll be wondering why you know you have you know you're having problems and that might be an issue you do that uh, probably you know every couple of weeks you want to do that to get that tartar off that maybe you would have to go to the dentist like every two months to get it all off so instead of what I do is I go once a year and I have them scrape it off and stuff but every time I go they're like oh you don't have that much tartar and I'm thinking, yeah, okay. I'm not going to tell them because they might not believe it. But, you know, it's because I do that little mixture and I get, you know, excess tartar off of my teeth and I'm good to go. There are different things, like I said, help with different problems that you might be having. So send me a message. I am at Christ, C-H-R-Y-M-K at gmail.com or you can find me on LinkedIn under China, just China. I think God wants me to help people and I've always tried to do that my whole life. So if I have hints, you know, that I could give people to stay healthy or even live, I, I will do that. But like I said, talk to your doctor first you know, because whatever you're going to do, he might say, hey, you can't do that because of this. So you want to check with him and make sure that it's okay that you do that. I don't want anyone to get hurt out there. And I like to emphasize, you know, just check it out with your doctor first before you try anything. Also, there's problems people might have. Let's just say uh, bunions okay about bunions you might have some bunions on your feet I also also have been trained in um, reflexology and if you don't know what that is that is different uh, body parts and organs in the body um, are controlled and recognized by the feet and the hands so there are certain parts on the hands there are certain parts on the feet that are connected to that body part or organ I remember when I first learned about reflexology and I was in school for it, the teacher took his finger and he pushed on a certain part of my foot and my throat dried up and then he let my foot go and then my, my throat stopped drying up. It was okay. And then he did it again and it dried up again. I was like, oh my goodness. So your feet and your hands are connected to body parts, and organs. That's a fact, okay? If you might ha be having certain issues, rub, rub some Vicks. Find out, Google um, pressure points in the feet. 
and take some Vicks and rub it on that part and basically you can heal yourself that way. I had some sinus issues when I had a head cold and I took some Vicks and I rubbed it on the tips of my toes and sinus issues went away. So yeah, um, basically your body will let you know. So if you have bunions, okay, let's say you have bunions on the side of your big toe, okay, that is the pressure point for, I would say mostly around the neck, you know, depending on where that bunion is, is going to indicate what your problem might be. Get yourself a reflexology book because it can tell you problems that you might have. True story, okay. I had a patient. I used, they had a lot of money. I used to go to their house, these people, husband and wife, and I would massage them both. And it was, you know, they were wonderful people. I'm still friends with them today. Husband passed away, God rest his soul. I massaged the husband and I ended with, you know, massaging his feet and he, he nearly jumped off the table. And that never happened before. And I said, what happened? And he goes, that really hurt. And I said, Huh, that's weird because it should not hurt at all. Reflexology should not hurt. If it hurts, that means that you've got some issues going on. So I actually touched the pressure point for his pancreas. He nearly, like I said, jumped off the table. I said, you know, go, talk to your doctor. Go to the doctor and tell him, you know, there might be something going on with your pancreas. Get some blood work, you know, see, see what's going on. Well, I don't think he took me serious. And I seen him like a week later. I'm doing a massage. He nearly jumped off the table. I said, what did the doctor say? And he said, oh, I haven't had time. Oh, China, he goes, I've been so busy. He goes, oh, he goes, I swear I'm going to go next week. I see him the next week. He hadn't went. A month went by. And I said to him, you got to go to the doctor, just see what's going on, at least, you know, might be nothing, but you want to make sure, right? Yeah, yeah, I promise I'm going to go next week. So he did. He went to the doctor. He had pancreatic cancer. Okay. He survived it. You know why? Because he caught it in time. They did what they had to do. It was a little rough for him, but he did survive it. So same guy couple years later, massaging him, he nearly jumps off the table. I'm like, what is going on? He said, I don't know, that really hurt. I said, oh my goodness. All right. I said, that's your throat. That's the pressure point to your throat. I said, now don't wait a long time this time. Go to the doctor and see what's going on. Well, he went immediately and he had throat cancer. He did survive that, but he died a couple years later. But yes, reflexology is very accurate. It basically can tell you what's going on with your body. So if you have a bunion, my point, if you have a bunion somewhere, there's something going on. So like I said, you can Google pressure points in the feet. It'll show you what body part, you know, where that bunion is and let you know what's going on. And, and yeah, go get, go get that checked out. How you can get rid of it is after you find out what's going on, get yourself some baking soda and olive oil. And you're going to put that in a bucket and emerge your two feet in there. 
and you're gonna keep your feet in there and take your foot out periodically and massage it you know squeeze your feet together squeeze your one foot together like you're gonna squeeze all those uh, metatarsals together and you know keep doing that put it back in the water bring it out massage it squeeze it again and basically you know that will go away okay but you still want to find out what's going on so there's inflammation there is the cause of the bunion but there's a reason why that happened so you want to go to the doctor it might not be anything because usually what I was taught is if it's both feet there's a severe problem or if there's severe pain there's a severe problem that's what I was taught so anyway guys I hope that you got a lot of information wrote down some stuff listened to what I was talking about I wish you all the luck I hope that you're well and none of these problems are yours may God be with you and have a great day thank you wow that was a great show I hope you guys enjoyed that well this is the wow show and I'm your host China Myers thank you for being here And you found me I was dead inside And you breathed into me And you brought these bones alive I want to say thank you Thank you for saving me Thank you for loving me Unconditionally, God Stood with open arms